Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you can hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 2, you will hear stories from our third collection, That Southern Thing, Living, Loving, Laughing, Loathing, Leaving the South. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. I wrote this piece, as you will hear, to say thank you to a special person in my life on a special occasion. Luck plays a bigger role in our lives than we like to admit, but gratitude, which we do control, is what keeps us humble. I offer this short personal story for whatever meaning it might hold for you in your circumstances. Lucky and Grateful by Randall Jones, April 2020. I'm lucky and grateful. The age odometer turned over in the tens column this year. Never mind which one. It'll always be the new 50, even when it rolls over again if my luck holds out. And who at that age gets to call their dad on that birthday? I did. Like I said, lucky. My dad is 95 and still lives independently, although now in a retirement community 400 miles from where he had lived since 1952. That's a bunch of years to put behind you in one place and then have to walk away and start over. But dad's a trooper, a ballroom dancer, actually, and he made new friends as soon as my brother found a place that held a regular gathering. He's smooth, my dad, not my brother both in his dance moves and in scanning the room to find the lady he's next going to ask, as long as the music keeps playing. The family joke after his dance partner and bride of 57 years, my mother Kathleen, passed 16 years ago, was that now he was dancing with younger women. Of late, they are 75. Two of his former dance buddies from 400 miles away drove down to Baton Rouge this year to visit and dance. At the next weekly gathering, some of his new dance buddies asked, Were those your daughters? I suppose at some point one is flattered by that question. He had a good laugh, so it must have suited him just fine. But that's not my point. I mentioned my dad for another reason. This year includes another anniversary, one to be noted and perhaps celebrated, but not in the usual way. For this one, we hold gratitude quietly, steadfastly in our hearts. It was 75 years ago, on May 4th, 1945, that he was blown up aboard the USS Sangamon in a kamikaze attack not far from Okinawa. He was a 20-year-old radio man sitting at his duty station receiving Morse code. The suicide pilot dove into the deck below him. Exploded shrapnel ripped through Dad's thigh and into his intestines. The sailors who pulled him out laid him on the deck among the dead and dying. Before he passed out, he heard one say, We've done all we can do. He was evacuated to a hospital ship, his stretcher dangling and snapping painfully from a cable strung between the two pitching vessels. After a few surgeries and during recuperation, the war ended. 
The Sangamon was towed to port and scrapped, the crew dispersed. He returned home to Arkansas and married Kathleen in August. Fifty years later, when his separated shipmates gathered for a reunion, they said in surprise, Dennis, we thought you were dead. Others did die that day. Several dozen millions more were lost to that war, which fades from our awareness today, because the greatest generation, those who could rightly proclaim, we've done all we can do, has nearly left us. Nearly. Except for a few hardy troopers, still dancing, as long as the music keeps playing. Thank you for listening to another Six Minute Story. You can read them all in the three anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our Personal Story Publishing Project. And remember, everybody loves a good story. <laughs>